So let's pray before we get into the word. Father, I just thank you for your word. It builds us up. It gives us an inheritance in Christ Jesus. That your word is life to those that find it. Help to all our flesh. That you sent your word and healed them and delivered them. And I thank you tonight, Lord, how powerful the incorruptible seed is. It will take root in us tonight and bring forth so many manifestations of your perfect will for our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We're going to start with Acts chapter 2 and read verse 17. I love the book of Acts, don't you? Just yes. so exciting. If you ever get bored at home, you ought to open up Acts. <laughs> it's just full of supernatural activity and powerful things. And like I said before, you know, they ought to make a movie out of the book of Acts. That would be a movie, wouldn't it? And, uh, you know, we just got through with Halloween. I mean, Herod getting eaten by worms, that's kind of Halloween-ish, isn't it? So it could be an exciting thriller, the book of Acts. Praise God. People speaking in tongues, amen? All kinds of things happening in this book. But we're going to read Acts 2.17 says, And it shall come to pass in these last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Notice sons and daughters speaking by the Spirit of God. Wow, isn't that interesting? Yes. Daughters, too. Amen. God <laughs> likes women, you know. And um, he doesn't mind daughters prophesying. Amen. And let me just take a little rabbit trail here. <laughs> is it okay? Um, prophecy is for the church. Amen. And uh, you can read about that gift um, the, under, you know, the nine gifts of the Spirit. And it's very important to prophesy because the Bible said it edifies the church. So where would these daughters be prophesying? To the church, in the church. Amen? Yeah. Just one more proof that God didn't want women silent. And uh, that's a whole other teaching. But you can see here, he didn't have to include daughters, did he? But he did, Amen. sons and daughters. And then your young men shall see visions, your old men shall dream dreams. Now, I think, and then it goes on with handmaidens and servants again about prophesying. I think it's very important to yield to that gift of prophecy. And uh, thank God our pastor allows that to happen in this church. Amen? We believe in the move of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. But let's look, tonight we're going to talk about visions and um, in with that dreams, because um, I uh, have had had some wonderful things happen because of learning more about visions and dreams in my life. And um, I want to say that, you know, there's there's wonderful supernatural visions of angels. Uh, you can read about them in the book of Acts here. Uh, people, you know, have supernatural dreams, too, of wonderful uh, spiritual things, and that's great. I believe in all of that. And then I also believe that God gives you visions and dreams about your, can give you those things about your daily life. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. And um, sometimes I think we overlook those kind of visions and dreams simply because, uh, you know, we're not quiet enough or still enough or we don't maybe take those things as seriously as we should. But um, I think it's a very uh, practical way that God can speak to us about our future 
and what what he wants in our lives. Amen. And um, so we see visions and we see dreams. Now, dreams are not necessarily something you would have in, in the nighttime when you're asleep. Of course, that could happen. But also a dream can be a desire. A dream can be an idea that God's given you. So uh, think about a dream, you know, not just sleeping dream, <laughs> but uh, letting your imagination with the help of the Holy Spirit um, dream. Amen. Nothing wrong with that. Um, I think m many times we think that uh, uh, New Age and different, you know, Eastern religions, etc., get into all this and, uh, you know, talk about it and teach it and everything. And, and they probably do. They probably do because it works. <laughs> because it is based on God's word. I have found that things that really work and work time and time again in the earth, you can usually find a scripture for it because God set it in motion. Amen. And then people stumble upon it and start taking it and putting it in, in whatever, you know, venue they have or going and, uh, you know, motivational speaking or self-esteem, self-help, etc. You know, a lot in psychology. I have learned through the years and my various degrees that many things that work in psychology is because it's based in the scripture. Yeah. Amen. Words of affirmation. That's declaring things before you have it. Now, what does that sound like? <laughs> the word of faith. Amen. So the, you know, these things, um, are, you know, we shouldn't just put them in uh, like a bag and say, well, we can't, you know, we, we don't do meditation because that's so new age. But actually meditation is in the word of God that we should meditate on the word day and night. Amen. So, um, you know, you just have to get the right spirit involved in all this. And I'm telling you, his name is the Holy Ghost, <laughs> is the Holy Spirit. And that's who we get involved with. Amen. Amen. So uh, when when we uh, see this visions and dreams, um, I'm reminded of how valuable and how important it is when you see something in your heart or you see something in your even in your mind as you're renewing your mind to the word of God is to take hold of that. And to, to ponder that, you know, Mary, when she was spoken to by the angel, uh, the Bible said she started considering it and she, she pondered it. And that word ponder means, you know, to think deeply about something, to weigh it in your mind, to kind of a, give it an appraisal, uh, you know, to continually, uh, uh, I think one, uh, one translation said cast in her mind, she, you know, it was cast in her mind. And so she went over it again and again in her mind, the things that the Spirit of God was saying to her. And I believe that that's more important than thinking about somebody down the street, what they said about us. Right. You know, we can get in our mind things that people are saying, or you wouldn't believe what so-and-so said about me, and I'm so upset about it, you know, and you ponder that. Instead of talking about and pondering what God is saying to you. And focusing on his voice instead of all the other voices in the world. And I believe as we do that, a belief comes. You know, the Bible says that Mary believed and she was blessed really among women because of her belief. Not because she was, you know, a superhero. It was because she believed God. 
And God brought it to pass. He performed that thing which he spoke to her about because she believed it. And so I think pondering and thinking and considering and weighing things uh, really brings a belief. And then, of course, the next step is action. And she started praising God and giving glory to God for it. And then she ran with haste to see Elizabeth. It said she couldn't wait to get there. Uh, she got excited about what was going on in her life. And praise God, he did perform that which he spoke to her about. So with this new year coming, you know, we're in November, November 2nd, but uh, it won't be long before it's January 1st. And sometimes I think we wait too late to talk about vision because we ought to start January 1st. Amen. And if we start preparing now for a, a vision and a dream that we have, I believe that we can have all those things set up and ready to go for 2023. So, um, you know, ponder in your heart your desires. Picture your dreams, your ideas. And um, I uh, admonish you to do that for your personal life, for your family, for your business or your employment, and certainly for your church. Amen? Certainly for the will of God for our church here and um, ministry. And I have, you know learned and been encouraged through others to make a vision board, which I have. And Pastor David and I have a vision board. It's right there in our bedroom and it has things that we're believing God for. And I'm just amazed and shocked in just not even four years now of our marriage, how many things we've checked off the list. Yeah. And that God has done supernaturally for yeah. us because we've looked at that board, we've held hands and prayed and believed God, we've declared it, and uh, I'm, tell, I'm talking some pretty big things happen without us doing anything in the natural except looking at that board and envisioning that thing that God put in our heart and just saying, it's mine, it's ours in Jesus' name. One of them being our house paid off. Now, that was a big one, yeah. and it happened in the year of COVID when it looked the worst, amen? So um, just, you know, uh, don't wait on, well, you know, when it's a better time economically, I'll put that on my vision board. No, put the impossible things. That's what we did. We yeah. put the impossible things, because possible things, you can work out a way to do it you know, on your own, but impossible things, that's when it gets fun, because the Spirit of God is, is there to do and to perform, just like he did with Mary, that which was impossible with man. Amen. Amen. And uh, so I encourage you to, uh, you know, cut out pictures or sometimes we just write in big letters so we can see it, what we're believing God for. Sometimes uh, we have, uh, you know, I have actually cut somebody else's, head out of something that I was believing God for and put my face, put my face right there in the middle of it. Amen. And there I am. And I believe that that is mine in Jesus name. And then of course, for uh, ministry trips, we've done many of the trips that we had on our vision board already. A few more to go, but then we'll, we're going to add more this year yeah. because we want to keep our faith going. You know, you can have uh, faith that's just dead because it's not stimulated. It's not being acted upon and it's not being taught. 
You know, faith is released through corresponding action. And you've either got to say it or, or act on it. And many times if we're not, uh, if we don't have a vision or a dream, we just, you know, we just live in our daily lives and going through kind of a routine yeah. and not really allowing God to do supernatural things for us. Yeah. He wants to. Amen. Yeah. That's why he sent Jesus, because that's the way he wants uh, uh, our lives to be. I was reminded of and some of these things I've said to you before, but I know there, there are new people too listening and, and even here tonight. So if you've heard these things, just let it. Be repetition that builds you up again and helps you. Um, uh, one of our girls in our church years ago, teenage girl, she uh, lived in a home with a single mom, and uh, she really wanted to go to the Olympics in Atlanta. And uh, you all probably remember way back when the Atlanta hosted the Olympics. And she told her mother, she said, I want to go to the Olympics. And her mother said, well, we don't have money for that, so... You know, don't get your hopes up for that. And she said, no, I'm believing God. God's going to make a way for me to go to the Olympics. And so this mother said, okay, you know, and she didn't really agree too much with her, but she thought, well, you know, whatever you want to believe. Right. And so she did. She started saying, I'm going to the Olympics. And she even told us at church, she said, I'm going to the Olympics. <laughs> and so it wasn't too long after that that her photography class at her high school sent in a photo for a competition and won the competition yeah, and their award was their whole class was sent to the Olympics in Atlanta. Everything paid for. Amen. God has a way of working out what we're believing him for. Amen. And it's just amazing how he can do it without our struggle or weeping or crying or begging. Just believe. Amen. Amen. Just believe. And it, it is Man. so powerful. Um, another example, um, I remember when my daughter was um, getting to the age of wanting a car and, and we were kind of in the same situation. Uh, and I said, well, you know, you're going to have to believe God. And I um, encouraged her to get a picture of the car she wanted. Why not? We didn't have money for a Prius, much less, a, you know, whatever she wanted. So I said, just do whatever you want. Just get a picture of the, the one you want. And she did. She got a real sporty car and put it up in her room and it, the color she wanted and everything. And, you know, it wasn't too much longer after that, that that car was sitting in our driveway. Amen. A total miracle of God. Amen. So, um, you know, if she was here tonight, she would tell you that. And she's the same one. And I've told this before, but I think it bears repeating that um, she really got into vision boards before I did because of Jerry Savelle's daughter teaching on vision boards, um, Terry Foy. And so mother, um, she said to me, Mother, you ought to really get Terry Foy's 101 visions and all because it is something else. She said uh, she had gone, my daughter had gone through a really, really, tough, hard time, divorce, and owned, you know, uh, had a student loan that was astronomical. She had gone to uh, college in New York City, so you can imagine the student loan. And um, yeah. so after this calamity, she was even left in a, in a worse state, uh, old beat-up car, et cetera, et cetera. 
So she she came home and she really started serving the Lord and God just started putting faith in her heart. And uh, she did listen to Terry Foy's vision board. So she got out a vision board and she just put everything on it. Now, what Terry and, and, and I encourage you to is to put impossible things. I can't say that enough. Put impossible things on it. Amen. Um, because that will keep your faith in God and not in, well, how can I work this out? <laughs> you know, <laughs> He doesn't need you to work it out. He just needs you to believe. Yeah. And then if he speaks to your heart about something, obey. That's, it's that simple. Amen. And I know, I know that sounds like kindergarten, but God's not complicated. He's just, he's, he's might be complex, but he's not complicated. He's just as simple as yeah. you can get. And he does that, I believe, just for me. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, she put on her vision board, um, I'm going to be, uh, I, I will have a million dollars in the bank before I'm 30. Now, y'all have to realize that the, the shape she was in there was like, there was no way that that would happen. But um, she came to visit me not too long after she started working at Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And she came home and she said, Mother, she had just gotten married and she said, um, my, uh, I want to show you something that was on my vision board and now it's in my bank account. She had a million dollars plus in her bank account that her husband had gotten a, a bonus for signing with a certain financial company. And there it was, a million dollars in her joint account with her husband. Amen. And I'm thinking, you have just inspired me to put a million dollars on my vision board. I hadn't even thought that high, you know. Aren't you glad that people can inspire you to think a little higher? You don't think I went home and put my one million, amen, and one million for the church and one million for the, uh, uh, you know, ministry, business, everything. I thought, let's just go for it, all right? And probably shouldn't have just put one down. Probably should have put several million. I mean, I think sometimes we put God in a little limited box of, well, I don't want to upset him by believing him for too much when he is an abundant God. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And so I just thank God for um, being able to believe the Lord for um, amazing things. And, um, you know, not everybody's going to like this teaching. Not everybody's going to like that you're a dreamer or a visionary. Um, you know what happened to Joseph, the dreamer, Right. His brothers were not so happy with him, were they? And uh, tried to murder him at first, and then thank God they didn't, but they sold him as a slave. You know the story. But that um, belief in God and him knowing the Lord and just trusting him brought everything to pass that he dreamed about. Amen? So I believe that you just have to hold fast to the word of God to the, the picture that you put, hopefully, on your vision board. Now, I've preached this, you know, for years in different churches, and I was shocked how many people still didn't do a vision board <laughs> after, you know, I taught on it. I mean, in my church in Panama City, I went every month, we took one of Terry's teaching, and I went through every part of her 101 Dreams vision with everybody in my church, and then at the end of the year, I said, how many of y'all have a vision board? And, you know, some of them still didn't. Wow. And I was shocked. I thought, come on. But I think we have to get over our fear. Yeah. We have to get over our um, inhibitions. 
And, and you know, if you don't want anybody to see it, don't put it where everybody can see it. Hide it in your closet. But it's got to be where you can see it. Yeah. It's got to be where you can see it. Because that's the, the principle of God. And we see that in um, Abraham's life. Um, uh, let's let's t- turn there. We need some scripture here too. Genesis 15, 15, you see um, the life of Abram and how God spoke to him and said, um, Genesis 15 and verse 15. Let's see, is that right? I don't know. No, I think it's verse 5. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now towards the heaven and tell the stars that thou may be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. So he gave him a picture. He gave him a picture of what his descendants would be. How many. Now, if you've ever been on a, you know, on a farm or way out, uh, and seeing the sky at night, it's just tremendously filled with stars. But God wanted him to know every time he looked up, there you go. That's the, that's the vision. That's the dream. Amen. That's what the desire is here. And God desired it. And, and Abraham, you know, of course, it took a little time, but it finally sunk in, didn't it? And he also at one point said, just like the sand on the seashore. Just like the sand on this, that's how many descendants you will have. Now, we know about sand here, don't we? We know about the beach, and can you imagine the grains of sand on that beach at Clearwater? Just one beach. And yet, um, God said, that's how your descendants will be. So get a picture of it. So every time he walked outside during the day, he saw the sand. At night, he saw the stars. He's looking at his future. Now, this is when things looked impossible. Old. He was old. Amen? His wife was old. And yet, God said, look what's going to happen. So, and, and the Lord brought, brought it to pass. He did the impossible in Abraham's life. And then we see it, uh, we can see it, you can see it all over the word, really. But I just want to mention in, about Jacob uh, and Laban. You know the story. Laban uh, was kind of a hard bargain driver, wasn't he? You know, he already messed him up with Leah and Rachel. And then now he's got uh, a little bit of jealousy going on because Jacob had, because of Jacob, Laban had been so blessed and Jacob wanted to leave. And Laban said, oh, no, you're going to stay around here because I like that blessing on your life. Amen. Do you know other people can get blessed just because you're blessed? Amen. Isn't that marvelous? And really, that's what happens when the cup overflows, the saucer gets a blessing, right? And when you're overflowing, you're going to be a blessing to all those around. But Laban, you know, he changed the terms of the bargain indiscriminately and repeatedly. He changed things around, um, but it didn't it didn't have to damage Jacob. In fact, God gave him a dream, it says, and. He um, took, you know, the uh, because if you don't know the story, there were spotted and striped and speckled uh, goats and lambs. And Laban said, you can have those. And then he took them when Jacob was away. He took them in three days journey down down the road. And so all that was left were the solid ones. But God gave uh, Jacob a dream and said, okay, this is what you do. 
you uh, put the water trough there and then you put these uh, poplar and um, almond and I think one was even uh, some other kind of tree and you make them streaked and spotted <laughs> and so when the when the uh, flocks come and look at that they're going to reproduce they're going to multiply and they're going to have spotted and streaked and you know speckled uh, little little babies so that's what happened amen and God multiplied the flock of Jacob once again prosperity abounds in the life of the righteous man and it all came to pass because of a dream and then even those animals what they were looking at changed their lives they became uh, solid moms and dads with speckled little babies I love that story don't you praise God if it can happen to a sheep or a goat it can happen to me and I believe God's working in us to give us desires to give us ideas now an idea can be a seed and seeds are so powerful even small seeds you know the Bible talks about a mustard seed how small that is I have a, a, a lady that um, I won't say any more about her but she she makes little necklaces and she has a mustard seed in each necklace and she has a scripture on there and sells those and uh, it's just a beautiful gift that she does that with but you can see how small that mustard seed is but it's so powerful isn't it and uh, my dad he was kind of a health nut and he would jog many miles a day and ate very healthy etc but he would always say Scarlett you need to eat seeds because they have the burst of life in them yeah. <laughs> and make sure you eat seeds they have the burst of life well God's seed and this is a seed bed right here yeah. This is full of seed. Amen. These are great ideas right here. These are wonderful thoughts. The Bible says his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Well, they're right here. His thoughts. This is the mind of Christ. And, you know, his ways are higher. Well, these are his ways. So if we sow the seed in our lives and we, uh, you know, hook in with this and really deeply hook in, I believe that those seeds will start manifesting and start growing and growing in our lives. Amen. And so uh, then I want to close with this in Acts 26, 19. We'll bring it over into the New Testament. There's so much to talk about, so much to teach and preach uh, about this subject. And uh, I just, again, encourage you, be brave enough to get a cork board and to get a few tacks and a few magazines or whatever pictures um, and put them up on the board <laughs> and just look at them every day and say thank God that's mine that's mine hallelujah the Lord gives me richly all things to enjoy and I believe I receive those things right now and, and uh, I thank God that you'll see them in you manifested in your life Acts 26 look at verse 19 and it says, whereupon, O King Agrippa, this is, of course, Paul, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision. The heavenly vision. And heavenly visions, of course, yes, can come straight from God to you. Uh, dreams can come straight from God to you. And uh, you can have those things during the night season, during prayer, you can get those things. God can drop things in your heart. 
Um, but also, you can get that by reading his word. Amen. Reading his word, paying attention to what he's saying to you, who you are in Christ and what belongs to you in Christ. And as you feed upon this word, um, you know, and you see things there that you need to do to to obey um, that for that vision. I'm telling you, it's a glorious life. Amen. A glorious way to live. And God has something very unique for you. Amen. And, you know, it might not be a million dollars. I don't know. I just thought if she can do it, I can do it. If yeah. she can have it, I can have it. Amen. Um, but yeah. that maybe you don't want a million. It's a lot of responsibility to have a lot of money. But, um, you know, you can get it and give it away yeah. if you don't want it. Amen. I encourage people, you know, believe God for big things. And if you don't want them, if you're happy with your lifestyle, give them away. Give them to people that need it. Get it. Believe God for a house. And if you don't want a big house, give that big house to somebody who needs a home. Um, You don't, you know, you don't have to keep everything God gives you. In fact, I think I have found that sometimes he'll say, this is for you for, for a little bit, but I'm going to ask you to give this at some point. Amen. Don't get real attached to everything. Just know everything belongs to God. And when he puts them in your hands, then you can decide. Because I know some people who love their home. They don't want, they don't want a bigger home. It just means more maintenance and more cleaning and more taxes and whatever, you know. But praise God, you know, you might change your mind too if you get a big home. You might think, well, this is really nice and I can believe God for the taxes. How about that? Amen. Amen. So be open and be brave. You know, it takes a lot of courage to think like this. But God is wanting us to be courageous. He's wanting us to be bold. Amen. Amen. So we're going to believe him for these mighty things that he desires for us. Father, we thank you tonight for your your, uh, impartation of of your will to us and your vision for us and your dreams for us. And we thank you, Lord, that um, in all of this, we remember that you're an abundant God. There's no shortage with you and there's no running out. And just because someone else is blessed doesn't mean you don't have any more of those or you don't have any more money because you gave somebody a million dollars. You're out now. We thank you, Lord, that you witness to us that you're the God of plenty, of plenty, and that we're uh, your children and you desire not only to bless us, but to see us uh, richly enjoy everything that you have for us in this earth. And we thank you for it, Lord. And I pray tonight, if um, there's ones here or even in live stream that have had struggles and you're even struggling right right now financially, I just pray the Spirit of God helps, uh, comes with ideas, wisdom, or he comes with finances or uh, supernaturally moves to deliver in that financial situation because I know you can do miracles in people's finances, Lord. And I thank you for showing yourself strong on behalf of those who turn their hearts toward you and believe your mighty hand to help them in the name of Jesus. And if that's you 
tonight, you know, just say, you can say to yourself, to the Lord, I believe you, Lord. Just like Mary, I believe your word. I believe you're helping me with financial help and decisions and wisdom in Jesus' name. Amen. 